We're not experts, much less competent. This podcast is friends bullshitting about conspiracies and also confirming absolutely nothing about it. But we keep each other in check by deep frying each other's topic. Consider yourself warned. Because whatever mankind must undertake. No, the f- the governor. That's they fucking did it. That's Bravo. The Three men must fully share. Stop fucking lying. God fucking damn it! I'm getting pissed out. We propose to accelerate the development. They have human-animal hybrids, much larger than any now being developed. You have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis. Until certain which is superior. Oh. Oh. You're a nasty bitch that no one likes. We know we're under attack. Bitch. No, I mean, okay. you saw the dude. And you offer her cocaine again. No government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Do you understand that? Welcome <laughs> to Deep Fried Conspiracies. Jimmy. Yes, sir. So... I want to play a game. I'm not taking my clothes off. Not again. No, uh, I want to not with you. <laughs> I want to play the word association game with you. Okay. I'm going to give you a series of words. Okay. And I want you just to tell me the first thing that pops into your head. All right. I, I'm interested to see how this ends. Okay. All right. So, Alien. The movie Alien? No, just in oh. general, Alien. A series of words. Alien. They're real. They're real. Okay. Thor. Uh, the only Thor I know is some sort of god. Some sort of god? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all I know. Okay. Spaceship. Oh, spaceship. I've seen him in the air. (laughs) Okay. President? President? President. Like the United States? President. President. First thing that comes to your mind, just tell me. President. Richard Dixon. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Reporter. ABC News. I don't know. <laughs> telepathy. I don't even know what that means. Okay. Are you talking mental telepathy? <laughs> like like telepathy in general. Yeah, like 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 when mental I look, telepathy. When sure. We look at each other and we both feel horny, that sort of thing. Sort of, yes. yeah. That's yeah, the... yeah. Uh so those few words are gonna be brought up today in our uh topic that I will be getting to here in just a bit. Will there be a test afterwards? Yes, you better be ready. I'm ready. I hope you studied. I studied all night long. <laughs> yeah, I bet you you did. But first, yes. we need to get to the current event ir- current event iracy. I think I tried to put the last what? time. Well, it's supposed to be a current event conspiracy, but I'm trying to like current event iracy. Wow. One big word. You should drink more. <laughs> Maybe I should. So the current event iracy for yes. today, yes. as of recording, there has been brand new sightings of Bigfoot. I saw that. You saw that? I got an erection. <laughs> I did. I just is it as big as this Bigfoot? Oh, I love Bigfoot. I love Bigfoot. I mean, look at the here's the pictures. I mean, you've seen these already, probably. No, I've not seen any pictures. I just read about it in our in our local news. I mean, obviously they're blurry because they were caught on like a phone, you know, obviously. But this was in Michigan. Okay, that's Michigan there. Yes, this is Michigan. Okay. Uh it's of the Bigfoot walking across the river. Looks like it's holding something. There's a small video, too, of like a minute and something. I mean, you just actually see it actually walking. But at the time of recording, they are currently under investigation uh, in these pictures to see how authentic they are. So they're, they're trying to do some CSI stuff on it. CSI, yes. That's that's what we're going to go with. CSI things. Trying to do some high resolution, uh, see what Bigfoot looks like up close in a blurry photo. 
Or just to make sure that this is actually a Bigfoot and not the whole, oh, man, in a gorilla suit kind of thing. I, I have a theory about Bigfoot. Okay, please explain. Bigfoot is blurry. What? Yeah, Bigfoot's what? blurry. He's just blurry. That's why you never take a, a, a good photo what, of Bigfoot. Was it like a ghost? He's just blurry. You think it's like a ghost? Like, oh, he's just, oh, here's a little blurry spot in the corner? He's like, I believe in ghosts and shit like that, okay? Okay. But I've got a story to tell you. Okay. But, so you believe that he's actually, that he's not this materialistic thing? He's yeah. just a little blurry spot that you just happen to look at and see? Yeah, he's blurry. Yeah, that's why you can't get a good photo of him. You know, think about it. You know, I want I wanted to say no, but the problem see? is there's been no... I mean, there's as no far as I saw, it. there's no clear picture. No. I want to say no, but I, <laughs> I can't. You can't. <laughs> I can't. I've got a ghost story for you, if you got time. It hit me up. So, uh, last week, my wife and I went on a motorcycle trip. Yes. Uh, we trailered the motorcycle out to South Dakota with some friends of ours. Went out to the Black Hills to ride, ride the Black Hills. Mm-hmm. We rode up into a city called Hill City. Okay. Hill City, South Dakota. Okay. Little tiny town. Uh, we got up there. We parked our bikes. We went and had a piece of pizza and a beer. And as we were having our pizza, we thought, well, let's go walk around the city and we'll go real quick. Just take a look at a couple of t-shirt shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, just then, uh, some weather came up real quick, mm-hmm. which does happen up there in the mountains quite a bit. And it started raining and then it started hailing. So we ducked into the Harley Davidson t-shirt building. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's where it gets weird. Okay. And true story. Okay. I must think. No. You can talk to my wife and she'll she'll verify. I'll I'll ask her. So when we walked in, we were greeted by two young gals in their Mm mid-20s. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Hey, folks. Welcome. And then the owner was there who was a middle-aged woman, probably in her 50s, Mm -hmm. who was the owner. And so beautiful shop, beautiful items. They had a lot of, you know, cool stuff. And we drive a Honda Goldwing. So we thought, we're going to buy some Harley-Davidson merchandise. Because mm-hmm. who's going to know, you know? And so as we are walking around looking, the owner goes to the girls, did you hear that? Oh, no. I, here's the thing. When I hear that, I get my... my I like that. I, I like that a okay, lot. Okay, you'll, you'll enjoy this little Kay. fiasco. Okay. First of all, I'll tell you that we were in the store for over 45 minutes waiting for the rain to stop. Yes. Okay? Yes. And so, anyway, the girls, she goes, is that the song that's making that noise or that? And she turned off the music and, nope, there's construction upstairs. I swear to God. And so, they all kind of look at each other and they go, crap. You know. So, here's the story. So, I, I said to her, I said, what are you guys doing construction upstairs? I mean, there's yeah. there's my wife and I. Yep. There are our other couple, our friends, Ty and Heidi. Yep. So, us four from Minnesota and three people from South Dakota. Mm-hmm. The employees. Mm-hmm. I said, you guys doing construction upstairs? And she goes, nope. Oh, yes. And I go, raccoons? And she goes, nope. <laughs> Can we go up there? It better be a question you asked her. And I, I asked her, I said, what's going on? She goes, ghost. Yes. And they're mad. Why? Okay, I'll tell you why. So I looked at her, and and I, I've had some experiences in my past and stuff, so I, I'm, I'm a... I'm not a, a, a person who really believes in ghosts. I do. <laughs> I wholly believe in ghosts. But, anyway, but continue. I don't. I don't discount any of this. Sure. Okay. Sure. So anyway, she goes. Oh, here's the story. She goes. After we purchased this this building, and it's a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. She goes. We found out it's a crematorium. Oh no! Oh, no way! And I said crematorium. Like there's a cremated people here. She goes. Yeah, and had funerals and stuff. She goes. But you got to realize this whole damn city 
is haunted. The, the place where we go no eat, way. the place where we go eat, every time we're in South Dakota, we go to this place, Hill City, called Alpine Inn. Yeah. It's on Haunted Registry of America. Above this restaurant, yeah. they have three or four beds. Um, what do you call them? I mean, like, a, it's not really a hotel, but it's just kind of like an overnight B&B. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And you read account after account after account of people, they like, they're sleeping and the sheets get pulled off of them and stuff like that. Oh, my God. They see apparitions and whatnot. Yep, yep. So anyway, she says, yeah, this whole town's, you know, haunted. And I said, so what's the story here? She goes, well, I bought this thing about five years ago. And she said, uh, immediately when we bought it, we started seeing things, hearing things and stuff. And she goes, my young gal, Stephanie, I think that was her name. I'll use it for the the story. Sake. Stephanie, she is really sensitive to paranormal activity. Like a medium? She said she's got so many things going on. She goes, Stephanie sees these orbs of light yes. in the yep. daytime. Yep. And Stephanie goes, can't you see these? And they go, no. And they turn off the lights. Then everybody can see them. Wow. Okay. So here, here's what happened. So we're, I said to her, I said, so what's going on? She goes, well, here's the deal. She goes, we have an office upstairs. And now you have to realize that from the Harley Davidson beautiful building, mm-hmm. the stairway is eight foot wide, mm-hmm. beautiful wood, goes up. There's a landing. And then it turns and goes back up upstairs and that's where that's where the owner's office is yep and some storage yep so she said when strangers are either upstairs or downstairs it makes the ghost mad and she goes so the other day she goes two days ago ups came and they had a very heavy package and the girls couldn't handle it and he goes i'll take it downstairs for you and before they could say no just leave it up here he ran it downstairs dropped it off and left and then the banging, I'm talking loud banging. Banging, yep. This is 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. It's raining outside. Banging things like being drunk across the floor mm-hmm. and stuff. And she goes, what's really weird is a lot of times when we're upstairs working, she goes, we can hear the music that's playing on the stereo downstairs. She goes, but there's no speakers upstairs. She goes, you can't hear any, you know, if one of the girls would yell, say, hey, can you bring something down? She goes, we can't hear each other when we yell. Mm-hmm. She goes, but we can hear the same music, just like it's re- reprocessed. That's awesome. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. I said to her, I said, that's freaking crazy. And she goes, my husband thinks I'm crazy, and so does my son. She goes, but, but here it is. She goes, so we just had one of the ghost hunter groups that are on TV. Yep. Here not that long ago. And she reached in her pocket, pulled out one of those little, um sticks that you'd put in the computer what do you call those flash drive flash drive she pulled out a flash drive and said on this flash drive she goes when they're talking you can hear a voice going yeah saying help me oh my gosh and when she told me that the hair on my arm stood up yeah and we're going oh geez yeah you're feeling it yep yep and so she goes so they're here and they said yeah this is a this is probably one of the most most haunted buildings we've ever seen they suggested that they get a medium in there or somebody to try to drive out the evil spirits. And he says, you know, there's a lot of good spirits here, too. Just live, let them be. They'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And so they hired. Now, this is in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And she called up one of the medicine men from mm-hmm. the local tribe, mm-hmm. Native American tribe. Yeah, you know, burn some sage and shit like that. Came to get in, them out of there. burned sage with a feather, did a whole, all the corners and stuff. Yep. And that really made him mad. Well, yeah, you're trying to ward off some evil spirits, yeah. of course. And, and, and she goes, then she goes, it was like a herd of elephants upstairs and downstairs and stuff. And so, you know, the bangs, the booms, the things, I'm going, oh, that's that's scary. I wouldn't want to be here by I myself. I really want to go now. Yeah. And and then she goes, I said, have you ever seen anything? She goes, Stephanie, come over here. She goes, she goes, tell this gentleman what you saw. And she's almost in tears. And she goes, 
She goes, 20 minutes ago, she goes, there's a little boy sitting on the steps. Ha, 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 ha. And. On the way. We were there. There was, yeah. no, there, like I said, it was raining cats and dogs. Yeah. There was nobody coming. Yeah. And she goes, there's a little boy. And she described what he was wearing and stuff. So we talked a little bit more. And this used to be one large building with a wall in it. They've taken the wall out. So now it's like two rooms. Yep. Kind of. Yep. And um, Stephanie says, yeah, they're constantly, there's somebody walking around here and I see them and I cannot tell you why. Oh. But she goes, she's, it's, a, she's it's, a medium. She goes, it started when I was 11 years old. She goes, I'm, you know, she's, she's a medium. Mid, mid 20s. And she goes, I don't know what the message is, but it just kind of freaks me out. Yeah. So Stephanie says then to the owner, I'm going to go next door, grab some tacos. And she goes, well, grab the umbrella, grab some tacos. She goes, hey, do you, you folks want some tacos? You know? It's on us. We're going to buy it. I said, no, we're great. Thank you. We just had dinner. And, and they offered to buy us lunch. And so Stephanie left. And so as she left, it was raining pretty hard. And the owner, the owner said, yeah, my, my husband and son think I'm nuts. And here's what happened to my son the other day when he was here. So, of course, it's a Harley Davidson's building. And they've got all yep. these beautiful pictures of Harley Davidson jackets and, and models wearing them and stuff. Mm-hmm. These pictures are four foot by eight foot. Mm-hmm. And on the back, she says, there's a... It, it hooks like a piece of one by, uh, two by two wood mm-hmm. that hooks over the top. Mm-hmm. And the ghosts continuously knock them down. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so she came in to work one morning. One of them's knocked down. And she goes, I was going to be by myself till about noon. So I called my son and said, before you go to work, can you swing by and put this back up for me? Mm-hmm. And he does. And so where these pictures are hanging to the left is the dressing room. And, the, and now the ceilings in this place is like 14... 16 foot high mm-hmm. at least and so they have the dressing rooms but on top of the dressing rooms they have four harley davidson motorcycles from 1950 and older mm-hmm. displayed up there and one happened to be her her dad's harley davidson from 1950 yep something yep and anyway so her son goes up there on the ladder to hang up the sign and he goes hey mom do you know that the motorcycle is leaking oil she goes oh crap no oh, no she goes it's an old bike it happens yeah and so she goes like went and grabbed a bar rag that was about 12 inches square. Yep. And I folded it in fours and handed it to my son and said, just put it underneath the oil leak for now and I'll get to it eventually. I'll have somebody come over and look at it. Stuff. Yeah. She goes, we take it down. That She goes, out of the four bikes, we take that one down once a year, we ride it mm-hmm. and we put it up there for display. Mm-hmm. So he, he folds it up. He puts it underneath the oil. He says, I'm going to work. So he went to work and she was there by herself except for customers coming in and out. And she goes, every time she walked by, she looked up at that wondering how bad that oil leak was getting. And she noticed that the motorcycle had moved. And in the course of about four hours, the motorcycle moved eight inches. Jesus. Up against the wall. Because she had, she yeah. goes, we measured it when we displayed these. We had them eight inches away from the wall. Yeah. She goes, the thing rolled back eight inches by itself. And I called up my son and I said, get your butt over here. And he goes, what? She goes, just come over here. He goes, oh, the big ghost got you. And so he comes over and she goes, did you move that motorcycle? He goes, I didn't touch the motorcycle. And so they both got up in the ladder. And they could see his his footprints in the dust up there mm-hmm. and the rag. But the rag was now pushed against the wall. Like somebody took their foot and just shoved it against the wall. And it was all bunched up. Yeah. And the motorcycle had moved eight inches. But the other three motorcycles were exactly where they had been left. My God. So now the grand finale. The, the rain's letting up. Now the, the young girl, Stephanie, comes back with tacos for everybody. And she says, I'm going to go upstairs and, and in the break room and eat tacos. And she went up the stairs, got to the landing, went halfway up the second flight of stairs, and we could see her. She turned white as a ghost and backed up. <laughs> I see what you did there. White yep. as a ghost. She That's did. a good one. 
But she backed up down the stairs, and the owner goes, what? And Stephanie started crying, and she went up and got her and took her downstairs, and she ate at the at the desk up front. And wow. then it quit raining, and we says, blessings to you guys. You know, hope things turn out. And she goes, thank you very much. Wow. But, I mean, it was freaky. And, um, like I said, we're there 45 minutes, but just to hear the amount of noise being made and stuff. And, I mean, why would they be lying about stuff like that? Yeah. But that was just part of our experience when we were on vacation. Well. Interesting story. Yeah. You certainly intrigued me, I'll be honest. Did you? you. Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. Anyway, welcome back to Deep Fried Conspiracies. I am Trent Janke. Hey, I'm Jim Colby. And this is a really late intro, but I'll just edit it out later. Yeah, make it sound professional. Yeah. Um, So anyway, let's get to the topic today, shall we? What do you got? You you said you have a surprise for me. Yes. So I want to bring to you guys today a story about an extraterrestrial who was sent here on a mission by a higher power. What? Yep. And his name is Valiant Thor. Now, most of you know Thor as the god from, like, Viking era. You know, Thor is just the god who has a big hammer and whatnot. Yeah, he's, but supposedly this alien's name is Valiant Thor. Now, I'm going to play a video for you, and I'm going to let you uh, partake in that. It is possible there are an actual group of ETs that oversee everything on planet Earth. Since the dawn of civilization, humankind has credited its origins to gods and visitors from the stars. Imagine if it were true and we were actually being guided through our history by an intelligent group of alien beings. There are now numerous former government employees from all over the world coming forward to tell of their knowledge about aliens visiting the Earth. So, for those of you that really couldn't hear that, it's from Shuttle Mission STS-29-29. It says, Houston, we uh, this is Discovery. We still have the alien spacecraft under observation. So, this is one of our space shuttles that, mm-hmm. that saw this. Mm-hmm. So, this is, so yeah. So, this just, if case you couldn't hear that, that's what they were saying. But is there any evidence to support these astounding claims? After World War II, we made key quantum leaps forward in technology. We suddenly got good at a lot of things, like flying or making weapons of mass destruction. Why was that? Could it be that we uncovered ancient secrets that the Nazis had accumulated through the 1930s? Would a highly advanced alien race give the human race access to technology that sends us forward in our understanding of everything? They would obviously give us a little drip at a time, right? What if we humans started learning faster than the aliens thought possible? Would they intervene? Well, what if we were to tell you that this did actually happen and the President of the United States wanted to tell the public? Just wait till you hear this. In 1957 in Virginia, an event took place that sounds like it's straight out of a science fiction book. A UFO landed in a field and a being who looked human in every way got out and asked two armed police officers to take him to President Eisenhower. He calmed the officers with a thought transference and they took him to Washington. This was the arrival of Valiant Thor. Thor stated that he was sent here by the High Council on behalf of the intergalactic community. He was one of the finest leaders of a nearby planet and was operating under the direction of the Central Control and who had been chosen to make the Earth contact as well as direct the project to warn of the development of nuclear bombs on our planet, 
which had become an interstellar concern. This was alien intervention, make no mistake. He All right, so let's just go with that first, okay? Way back then, in a small town of Alexandria, Virginia, this spacecraft lands. These on-duty officers are the first responders. They rush out there. They rush all the way out there and meet up with the spacecraft, which then when it opens, there's this being. Under all circumstances, looks human. I mean, to the fullest degree. He's got nice slick back hair. He's got the skin, you know, skin like what we have versus like the alien grace matter skin of what you would think of when you see aliens. His suit that he's wearing, his space suit, is virtually indestructible. You know, they, t- they put under a bunch of rigorous testing and whatnot. It's virtually indestructible. Now, when the officers, you know, before they could say anything, he telepathically said to them, I want to speak to President Eisenhower. Now, mind you, this is in English. This is in all telepathic powers. And for some reason, now, if you if you were to look at me and say, hey, an alien wants to talk to the president of the United States, what do you think they'd say, Jimmy? F you. Yeah. Well, what if I tell you that you're Absolutely wrong? Proof. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you that you're wrong, because what they did is they just brought him straight to the president. So now that, now that you told me this story, I just I could Google it on, on MapQuest. So from Alexandria, Virginia to Washington, D.C., it's 8.6 miles. Yeah. Yep. So he, they, they slid right in. Yep. So they landed there. I want to talk to your president. Boom. They brought him to the president. Now, first, I mean, okay, they, they obviously brought him to to this. Uh, Fast food restaurant? I wish. Bordello? Bordello. Whorehouse? I wish it was a Bordello. That'd be really funny. Oh, that'd be fun. E.T. phone home. <laughs> E.T. F*** you. <laughs> That's why nobody ever wants to date an alien. Why is that? They got really long fingers. <laughs> really long fingers. Well, nobody wants to be finger banged by... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so he he asked to go to, the, he asked to, go to the, the, the White House. But first he goes to the Pentagon. Okay. Which apparently from the Pentagon, there's a basement with a secret train tunnel and a train that ships back and forth from Washington... D- or from, from the White House to the Pentagon. Okay. Just for, in case of a natural disaster or unnatural disaster happens, they can get the president and whoever else is worth saving versus the rest of us, but... Yeah, we're all doing Yeah, we're just right. peons out here. But anyway, that's beside the point. So he gets shipped to there and just gets led right into the president. What? Just, Eisenhower, how you doing? You know, stuff, not like that, but just gets right in. And the funny part is, is that when he, the doors open... You'd expect Eisenhower to be like, okay, why are you here? Who are you? He's like, hey, how you doing? You know, kind of stuff like that. He's like, hey, you're what, Thor? Hi, how Thor? How's it going? You know, stuff like that. No. Just, yeah, just nonchalantly greets them like they're old poker buddies. I'll put it that way. I'll be dead. Yeah. So at this point, you're wondering, okay, sure to sure to yada yada, whatever. Why is Thor here? Well, as you heard, Thor was sent here. Quote, Thor was sent here by the intergalactic high council to warn us about something now that something is that this world the entire earth needs to deactivate their nuclear weapons because not only is it a threat to the earth if those go off it's a threat to the entire galaxy i'm sure he wasn't a russian (laughs) 
I, I don't know. This it could have been Russian. He could have been Russian. Thor thought like he's Russian. But I mean, you guys, you guys get rid of your nuclear weapons. We'll keep ours. And... Well, not. It wasn't just us. It was the entire world needs to get rid of their nuclear weapons. Not just the United States, but the world. So was he like on a tour? Had he swung by Russia and then he stopped by the United well, States? Well, so far he just happened to be here first. Oh, okay. Just I'll, happened I'll to stop in. at the best country in the you know in the world in the world. Just boom. USA. 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 <laughs> anyway, so Eisenhower goes, okay, first, you're going to have to explain to me kind of who you are and how why I should believe you. Yeah, ask ask for his ID. Yeah, yeah let me see your vaccination card and stuff like That's that. That's right. Yep. So anyway. Measles, mumps, rubella. Yeah. <laughs> mess you up. So he goes, okay, fine. I was, I'm from the place that your Bible calls the Morning Star. What? Yep. Now, for anybody that doesn't know... But Eisenhower does. I That's know. the planet Venus. So in the Bible, it talks about the yes, morning star? where Venus is considered the morning star. Really? Yep. Look, look it up if you want. I'm going to look it up. Look I'm going to Google your ass right now. <laughs> you, you can Google that. So Eisenhower says, yeah, okay, I know. I read the Bible. That's Venus. He's like, yep. You know, so if you want, come back with me to my ship. I will gladly let you onto the ship, let you see everything. Prove it to you. Well, Eisenhower kind of goes, you know, well, I can't, you know, security's tight around here. I can't just kind of leave when I want to, even though you're the president of the goddamn country. You still can't do what you want. So his running, or his running mate, Jesus Christ. Well, I guess it was his running mate at the time. His vice president, Richard Nixon, says, what? you know what? I'll go. But for some odd reason, nobody really went. Nobody really kind of, you know, really went out that way. Uh, after that, I'm going to let this uh, video continue. He had contact in influencing the decision makers in America and gently warned that what we were doing in developing weapons would eventually end in the annihilation of the human race. This was sort of a crossroads because if we had ignored Thor's warning, we may have been forced into change by the intergalactic community. Does that not just blow your mind? As crazy as this claim seemed to be, Photographs have surfaced of Thor meeting with top officials and no one has stepped forward to dispute them. Dr. Frank Strange, the author of Stranger at the Pentagon, was a federal marshal and chaplain who had top secret clearance at the Pentagon. Now, Dr. Frank Strange, okay. Now, most of you know Strange as the, you know, hero, Dr. Strange, but Frank Strange was a reporter who happened to... Uh, snap a photo, the very first photo of Valiant Thor. And when that got out, the Pentagon said, hey, how would you like to meet Valiant Thor? Of course he hops on, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah let, me, let me do it. So then he, he ends up meeting Valiant Thor, and you can kind of go at that if you want. And he, you know, there's a whole thing about him in contact with Valiant Thor for a while, and Valiant Thor apparently knows the future and says, hey, you need to watch out for these people. They're going to try to kill you. And, of course, they tried to kill him, but then ends up not killing him because Thor told him not to. you know, Or not not told him not to, but he told him to watch out for him. And there's a few accounts of that and whatnot. So this is basically Back to the Future Part 4. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, somewhere on that line. Yeah, somewhere on that line. So now... Nah, we're just going to play. Strange's account was backed up by Harley Bird, the nephew of Admiral Richard E. Bird, who worked for the Department of Defense from 1957 to 1963 and was assigned to Project Blue Book, 
This is the secret military program that investigated UFO reports. Even members... So Project Blue Book was just what they used. That's the UFO council, basically. Well, actually, itself. one of the the major networks has a Project Blue Book series on TV. I watched it um, like last summer or the summer before. I don't know if it's still going on. Mm -hmm. But Project Blue Book, the very first episode that they showed on Project Blue Book, season one, episode number one, was about Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. Yep. So Project Blue Book was a thing. And it did happen. Yep. Members of President Eisenhower's family, including his great-granddaughter, Laura Eisenhower, insisted the story is true. So, in case you needed any more evidence that this happened, I don't know what more you need other than President Eisenhower's niece saying, yes, this is true. It's true. Now, this is this is his niece, not his daughter, not his, not his son or whatever, and all my kids he had, but his niece says that this is true. This happened. Yes, that this is true. So, real quick, I googled something really quick because I said I was going to Google your ass. Yep. So, I, I, I just googled Morningstar in the Bible. Yep. I want to know more. Yep. It says, sometime later, the metaphor of the morning star that Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 applied to a king of Babylon gave rise to the general use of the Latin word for morning star as the original name of the devil before his fall from grace, linking Isaiah uh, 14, 12 with Luke 10 saying, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Uh -huh. The morning star symbol appears in many different cultures and traditions around the world. And here are some of the universal symbol meanings, hope and guidance. Due to its prominent appearance in the celestial sphere, the morning star is often used for navigation. Now, what is the star called in the Bible? Well, Helil, which means morning star, son of dawn, is translated as Lucifer in the Vulgate Bible, but its meaning is uncertain. But it's saying Saturn is no less certainly re represented by the star Kawain or Chun, worshipped by the Israelites in the desert. And that's from Amos 5.26. Here's the crazy thing. My nickname's Amos. Full circle. So you're the devil. I could be. So you could be the devil. Yeah, my, my nickname was Amos. Jesus. And all through, no, not Jesus. Amos. <laughs> Amos. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. My, 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 a lot of the people that I know go, oh, Jesus Christ. Amos. Amos. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been through that a few times on the podcast. Yeah. Your nickname's Amos. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was interesting. I started to throw that out. But anyway, so like I said, if you need any more proof, I mean, other than the accounts of Doctor Strange uh, and a couple that other person, his own niece says, yes, all this is true. So that's that's that. The president was stopped in his tracks before he tried to announce this story to the United Nations. Can you imagine what the world would be like today if he had not been opposed? It seems this may be a missed chance to change our ways, but did we make the correct decision? Probably not. So could you imagine what the world would be like right now, Jimmy? Right now, right. President, President, Eisenhower, President Eisenhower would have come out and said, this alien told me that we have to stop nuclear warfare for all of humanity and this galaxy. And we'd go, what? You cray-cray. Well, back then, do you think that would be the thing? I don't know. Because right now, it anything's might, possible. It might it might cause panic back then. Because people... See, I mean, like, if it happened now, everybody would be like, whatever. I don't know. I don't know about that. You think so? No, because here's the thing. Whatever. Here's the thing. Aliens are so widely accepted now. What? As, as being real that I don't think so. I think that would actually be a thing where I go, you know what? He's probably right. So you're saying aliens are real. And Big I'm not saying that. And mother Bigfoot is not <laughs> Bigfoot. No, I didn't say that at all. Okay. I'm just saying that aliens nowadays are widely accepted to where if Eisenhower were to come out 
on this day, if he was still alive, obviously, and say, this alien came to us, we must stop nuclear warfare, or we are going to go extinct. It might actually start a, not a riot, but a huge controversy among conspiracy theorists, you know, that we would probably have some kind of a thing going on that we'd have to around the world with the united nations and whatnot yeah i think it would just divide people into believers and non-believers mm-hmm. just like our last election just uh, like vax and not vax just right. like anything yeah you're gonna have the pros and cons to everything right we could argue anything about the sky is blue but it's not that blue the, the earth is flat versus right. actually it's round the earth is round is it it's f***ing round okay the earth is goddamn round you know you're going to have a lot of flat earthers just I, pissed off. Let them. Let them hit me up. We can have a conversation about this. That's I, right. The earth is goddamn round. And, and you know where Trent lives? He lives on the bottom of the edge. So they're going to drive off <laughs> yep. the edge. You have to drive off the edge to find me. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, so a, a quick fun, well, well, fun, but if you remember earlier in the video that I played, there was a thing that they talked about the aliens kind of trickling down technology to us. Oh, that's absolutely true. Well, right. So I'm trying to make a I'm trying to make a uh, a thing, a connection here. So back when we're in the space race and all, well, this is, this is after the space race, isn't it? With Eisenhower. Why are you looking at me like I lived through it? I'm not. That I'm thinking. Old. I'm thinking. You're thinking. And you just happen to be in the direction that I always look at this time. Wow. I don't remember. Anyway, oh. not a big deal. All this technology and stuff. Apparently, in these accounts, that Eisenhower, they said, hey, uh, Valley and Thor said, we want to give you guys the technology to advance as as a race. We want to give you the stuff that will allow you to move, you know, it's kind of where we are now. But we want something in return. What do you think that is, Jimmy? Horrors and cocaine. Oh, my God. That's what I would do. Yeah. You, They're what? aliens, Jimmy. They think... Please. Hookers and blow. No, my God. Why wouldn't it's you blowing want... hookers? No, it's, it's we, hooker, No. It's... Remember the first ever freaking podcast? It's blowing hookers. Not hookers and blow. Blowing hookers. Obviously, you don't remember. That's got to do too much blow. <laughs> if an alien tells you, I want to give you something, but we want something in return, what do you think they would want? What do you think they would want? Love and peace. Oh, my God. They want to abduct people. What? They want to abduct humans. They, for their research. This is under the same account. They don't need our, our... They want they want to abduct us. Bullshit. To do research on us. To get more information about us. So apparently... Why do we need to give them permission uh, to do this? They can do it on their own. Apparently, Eisenhower goes, okay. Just the dumb people. Just... just What? what, what? The, the dumb people. Oh, just the dumb people. Yeah. You know. He goes, all right, fine. Sure. But you have to let us know who they are. You have to tell Project Blue Book. You have to tell them who you abducted. Bullshit. Bullshit? Yeah. Well, look it up. I, I look it up. Where? Look it up. I Google it. Seriously. I have all these things. I'll post them in the in the show notes. Apparently, that's what Eisenhower did. He's like, yep, yeah, sure, but just... And then that is where the list of 12 people came from. What? There's a list. What the hell is that name? Is this the Disciples? No, this is not the freaking Disciples. Well, I'm just checking. So, yeah, I mean, as, as we're, we're speaking here and talking, uh, gibberish out of our buttholes, you know... And here's another thing. It says, why are both Jesus and Satan referred to as the morning star? And a whole other great bunch of questions and stuff. So depending on which direction you're coming for, you, you can bend it any way you want it. But, you know, we've talked about this a hundred times before about, you know, after the Roswell incident and whatnot, all of a sudden we're able to make rocket engines. And we've always talked about how they back engineered, reverse engineered stuff. You know, like when they found the, the Roswell crash and they figured out how that was ran, the engines and 
in the uh, UFOs or random stuff that we, we reverse engineered this stuff and stole it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, stuff falls down, reverse engineer it. Right. Aliens. You know, that's just kind of how that goes. Because one time, a 12 pack of beer fell off. And would, I dra- you, would you reverse engineer that? I did. I drank it. <laughs> yep. Peed it out. And then I took the cans back for recycling. Mic drop. What? Boom. How does that reverse engineer? I don't know. I don't I'm care. Just, I'm just trying to save time for you because you're over here Googling something. Well, there was, no, there's a specific list of 12 people. I don't remember what it's called. I'll I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes. So they, they like only got to abduct 12 people and we got nuclear bombs? That's pretty good. Not necessarily nuclear bombs. We just got technology to advance us further in life. In life. Keep us going. And look what we have now. We have fish and tanks. We have computers and we have podcasts. Wow. So believe it or not, Jimmy, this account of Valiant Thor being this being that came down from the heavens, literally. And oh, and we have and we have speaking of heavens. I forgot to mention one thing. Now, you talked about Jesus. Yes. And I don't know what the listeners believe in, but uh, Valiant Thor stated that God is an extraterrestrial being up in Venus. He's probably on the High Council, too. He's probably part of the High Council. He's probably the High Council. He probably is the High Council. Yes. So whether or not you believe in God, whatever, Valiant Thor says that he's an extraterrestrial being up in Venus. Well, that makes total sense now. Morningstar, Venus, Jesus, all the stuff you brought up a little bit ago kind of just goes full circle. Twelve guys that they abducted? Twelve people. Do we Do we know any of them? I mean, like I, I said, I'll have to look. I have to look that part up. I'll put the. It, I'll put a link to the list, like if I can find it I in mean, the show notes. I mean, what was it like Marilyn Monroe, and they gave her big boobies? You never know. God's gift to man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But anyway, what? That's the topic of today's discussion. Was Valiant Thor extraterrestrial tells us to stop our nuclear warfare before we fiddle around and destroy the entire galaxy? So this is. Exactly like when your mother tells you, quit playing with fireworks, you can blow your fingers off. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's exactly what that is. Mm-hmm. So your mother could be an alien. You know, there's some days I wouldn't doubt that, but mom, I still love you. She doesn't oh, listen to she us. She doesn't but... listen to us. No. Uh-uh. No. No. Hey, speaking of listening to us, Rob's told us and showed us the other day that we hit the hot 200. Oh, yeah. We are currently, at the time of recording, number 154. In the top 200 comedy fiction podcast in the United States. Of America? We finally made it, Jimmy. I want a raise. From what, free to free? I want double the money you're paying me. From free to free. Two times nothing. Yeah, still nothing. Nothing. You get like an extra serving from the buffet. All right. That's all you get. Do it. You're welcome. That you pay for anyway. I know. So anyway, but thank you very much for listening. Uh, please do go down in the Discord or in the show notes. Come into the Discord, have a chat with us. Love to talk to you guys. Hit us up if you want to talk to us about the if you had some kind of a ghost thing from what we talked about earlier, or if you want to tell us something about some kind of alien not abduction but alien no I encounter. want to, if you've been abducted by an alien. I well, I'm know. just trying to say encounter. If you had an alien encounter, let us know. Hit us up the number down below in the show notes. I want to hear about it. If we have a good portion of them, I would love to read them off on a podcast. That'd be great. I would love to have some kind of thing from you guys. Or you just hit us up hit us up in the Discord. Email us. Whatever you want to do to let us know. I want to hear from you guys. I want to make an episode about it. 
I can't wait to hear this. Let's do it. So thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Have a good night. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so.